I'm so, so very glad to have Brother Newlish here this morning. Looking forward to hearing from him, Sister Newlish. Love these folks dearly. They've been, again, long-time friends. And uh, we appreciate them and appreciate their friendship. Um, and we went, we've been all the way to Alaska together. And uh, went on, I guess, the first cruise I went on, I went with the Rileys and the Newlishes. What an experience that was. We got in the tail end of a typhoon. What a way to break you in on a cruise. Uh, man, you talk about a boat. Man. That, that ship was, it was ever more turning from side to side. Uh, it, was, it was a bad deal. Did y'all get sick on that trip? No? I did. I got bad sick. I, I, I had one of those patches on that's supposed to help you not get sick. And I got so sick, went down to the infirmary, and, and um, when I got off the elevator, they were laid out in the floor waiting outside to get in. I mean, there were so many people sick. But we'd been upstairs. that we, We'd been in the dining hall and heard the plates crashing. I mean, it was throwing plates off the side. It was bad news. And... Uh, and I got so sick and uh, so I, when I walked in I heard these two ladies talking they said how long we been here and I think they'd been there about three hours at that point and I walked up to the counter and I was holding on for dear life and finally a nurse came out and said can I help you sir I said ma'am I'm sick she said well you can get in line and wait she said or said if you haven't thrown up yet said you can go up to such and such a deck and they sell the same thing in a pill and you well, I'm not waiting three hours. I got to do something. So we went up and found that store. And I mean, the minute I paid for that pill, I thought, I'm not getting this pill down. It's over with right here, right now. I told my wife, I said, you better find a bathroom. I'm telling on myself this morning. I said, you better find a bathroom. Well, there wasn't anybody out. I mean, everybody's in their room hiding from that storm. And and she finally found somebody, and when I saw the direction the woman pointed, I took off in a run. I mean, I threw that door open and ran to the first stall. A few minutes, my wife stuck her head in. She said, are you all right? I said, yeah. She said, did you know this is the ladies' bathroom? I said, no, and right now, I don't care. <laughs> Thankfully, there was nobody there but me. She said, well, I'll stand guard and make sure nobody comes in until you come out. Oh, Jesus, help us. So that was why my introduction to a cruise. So I, I got Brother Newlish to thank for that. Brother Newlish and Brother Riley, they're the ones that connived and put all that together. Praise God. Amen. We love the Newlishes, love all of these folks very, very much. This man's a capable preacher. Every time he's preached here, he has ministered to this church. God has used him in a great way. We love Brother Newlish. I want him to come this morning. I want him just to take his liberty, whatever God has put on his heart. And now when he's done, we'll sing another chorus or so. And then we got Brother Daniel to be preaching in just a little while. So, amen. Brother Newlish, come, take your liberty. We love you. So glad that you're here. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Brother Reagan's bringing back some memories there. 
I said, I waited all my life to go on one of these cruises, and uh, now I can't eat anything. <laughs> uh, but you're, uh, you know, we had a good time in spite of it. And the winds were pretty rough. I, I remember at one point they, they, they put a sign up not to go out on deck because the wind was so strong that they were worried about it blowing people off the deck. <laughs> well, they like 60 mile an hour winds out there rocking that boat. But I, I had a little tip before I got, you get right in the center of the boat so that you're on that pivot point. So if you're on the ends of the ship, you're going to get a lot of motion. <laughs> we walked down to the end of the ship and, <laughs> and couldn't take it very long before we had to, to get back toward the center of the ship. And, uh, but, you know, that's, that's a good thing. We want to be right in the center of God's will. Amen. Not out, not out on the fringes. Amen. Amen. But right in the center of God's will. Praise the Lord. I appreciate the Riggins so very much, their friendship. And uh, uh, brother and sister Riley that are here, brother and sister Stewart. Good to see Sister Daniels here. Praying God gives you your miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to hearing all these good men preach. I wasn't looking I wasn't looking forward to this morning. I was <laughs> I'm looking forward to after. Okay. Okay. Not that I not that I you know, we're just vessels. We're just vessels. And if God doesn't bless and do a work then then uh, we're what we do is in vain. But, uh, I, you know, we want to do the will of God. And, uh, and so it's very good to be here, very good to be among friends. I don't really uh, feel any pressure other than uh, when I received that basket in the room and, and I realized, uh, it, it, you know, I know these meetings are not cheap. They're, they're very expensive. And uh, the accommodations, the baskets, the, you know, uh, the meals provided, all of those things just shows that uh, your love for the ministry. And uh, I pray that God blesses you so very much for it. It made just, you know, how inadequate it feels like I'm not worth all of this, brother. I feel very humbled by it, but uh, I would be here even if I wasn't the one doing the speaking today. I would have I would have came on my own dime and put myself up. <laughs> but I, I really appreciate all this, and I'm I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You know, I, you think the, the word gratitude. You know. It's, it's kind of uh, cheap, you know. It's kind of the psychologist to say, yeah, just be, just have gratitude, go through your day, you know, with a grateful. But, you know, we're grateful, but I'm thankful because that is, I'm, the thankfulness is more enduring 
Amen. More endearing. Amen. It's more emotion in it. Hallelujah. And uh, it's, a, it's a friendship, a kinship. Hallelujah. Gratitude can be just gratuitous, you know. Just a, here's a tip for your trouble. <laughs> Amen. But it's more than that. It's more than that. We've got to be thankful. Hallelujah. And uh, we opened with those songs of thankfulness unto the Lord for all the things that God has done. Hallelujah. I thought Brother McFall was, uh, you know, when he said Revelations, the third chapter, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there. I won't take up a lot of your time with just preliminaries here, but Revelations chapter 3, and I'm not going to be using the same scriptures that Brother McFall used, but believe it or not, God brought this to me uh, a couple of days before coming here. I've had I've had the message that I thought that I'd be preaching here changed three times before getting here, and so I've I've got three messages and just a little window of time, Amen. So, brothers, Riggin, pull my coattail if I if I get going too too strong here, but I've I've got a got my cell phone out here on do not disturb. <laughs> But I can see the I can see the clock on it, and uh, I I want to be mindful of your time, Amen. But I want to obey the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, Amen. And I'm going to start with chapter three, verse one of the Book of Revelation. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write these things: saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast, and repent if therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Hallelujah. He said, Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Hallelujah. Brother Riggin, would you pray?
Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands together and be thankful once more. God, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord of God. Praise your wonderful name. Lord, we need your anointing and we need your word, oh God. Open our hearts, oh God. Help us to receive, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. I, I think you see all these different personalities in these churches of Revelation and and uh, all their faults are being listed. And, uh, you know, I, I know that anytime that we come to church, we have a broad spectrum of people, amen, from all walks of life and uh, at all stages of uh, living for God, amen. And uh, some are still babies and some are uh, some are grown up and, and adults amen some are pillars in the church and amen and and so there are uh, those things but uh, you know the, the the scripture tells us to put those things into remembrance amen and uh, uh, I appreciate the message that we heard last night about remembering the open door amen because uh, amen when you're going through a trial, amen, and, and uh, you need something for God, amen, you, you need to remember that open door, amen, that there is a place that we can go, amen, there's something that we can enter into into the spirit, hallelujah, and get in touch with an almighty God, hallelujah, that has power over all of our needs and our problems, Amen. And everything that we need to sustain us. Hallelujah. He said, amen, in verse 2, he said, Be watchful and strengthen those things which remain. Hallelujah. I thought about it. Well, this is a sore conference. Amen. Strengthening our, strengthening our apostolic roots. Amen. And uh, as we do that, amen, I... I that my eyes fell upon that that said strengthen the things which remain hallelujah and there was something that resounded in my soul amen not that we want to uh, rehash all of the things that, that we have learned but, but I want to, to realize that God still amen loves us amen he still Amen, has something that he has for his church. Amen, that he says strengthen those things which remain. Amen. But he also said that are ready to die. Hallelujah. We live in a day and age uh, where there is, uh, uh, we live in ter terrible times. Amen. Times of uncertainty. Times, amen, uh, where we don't know what our government is up to. We don't know what the truth is as far as, as what's going on in our world. Amen. It seems uh, that the media that is out there and, uh, the, you know, the news outlets and everything, they're slanted one way or the other. And it's hard to know. And I, I'm not here to preach politics today. But you know from uh, that, that uh, sometimes you hear something and, and, 
and you don't know whether it's truth or not, whether you can believe it or not. And then you'll hear something else and then come to find out in the course of time it's all revealed that what they said was not why did we waste all that time worrying about it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, there's something that we need to look beyond the, the present. Amen. And we need to look beyond just that near future. Amen. But we need to, to look out on the horizon and we need to, to know, amen, what God is doing with His church and, amen, where God is and hold on to the power of God. Hold on to the strength of God. He said, I had not found thy works perfect before God. Amen. And uh, I, I, I've always tried to work to, amen, to perfect things. Praise the Lord. I believe that's just part of the fivefold ministry, Brother Riggin. Amen. The gifts that God gave to the church. Amen. I, I believe that it's for the perfecting of the saints. Amen. But not only for the perfecting of the saints. I turned that inward and I tried to perfect this old man. Hallelujah. I'm aware of my shortcomings. I'm aware of my failures. Hallelujah. I still bow my knee and repent before God. Hallelujah. I still find that place of repentance. Amen, because I need the revelation of God. I need the Spirit of God to guide me. I need His strength. I am nothing without Him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But on the turning of that, amen, you are nothing without the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to stay in God's good graces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to I stay in the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, you have uh, a few which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. Amen, amen. Well, we know this overcoming thing is, is a continuous battle. Hallelujah. I think about, you know, it's more than discipline because you, you can make yourself do certain things if you want something. But I, I want to tell you something, that, that this spiritual walk is, is a little harder than that. And that, but the Bible says that they that walk not after the flesh, <laughs> but after the Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to walk after the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Now there is no condemnation for them that walk after the Spirit. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, I think that, that uh, we, we need a man to... Amen. Take a walk in the Spirit. Amen. And find that place in God. Praise the Lord. Uh, last time I saw Brother Riggin, uh, I guess, uh, 
Well, has it been since uh, admit? I mean, not admit. Uh, Star conference, right? Elder Davis's funeral. And uh, I, I wanted to uh, something that had been on my mind. Amen. And I'm going to run, but that. But let me let me stay on course here. Amen. Strengthen. Amen. Uh, that word strengthen. He said strengthen those things which remain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Paul told Timothy, he said, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And in 2 Timothy 2 and 2, he said, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able, able to teach others. Hallelujah. Second Timothy 2 and 3, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We have to endure some things, amen, uh, and we have to endure, amen, the hardships, and keep a good spirit. Praise the Lord. And uh, you know, you may not be going through anything at the moment, but uh, just hold on. Amen. Because the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivereth them out of them all. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for a God that can deliver us. I'm thankful, amen, for a God that can strengthen us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But we've got to have a will, amen. Uh, and I, uh, The words that Jesus told Peter comes to mind, amen. Peter, when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. Hallelujah lets me know, amen, that uh, Peter wasn't fully converted at that time, that there was still a lot of questions on the inside. Because when Jesus told him that there would be, one, uh, when he was old, amen, there'd be someone that would lead him, you know. And he looked, he turned around and looked at John and said, and what will this man do? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> amen. Well, really, that wasn't his business. And Jesus let him know that. <laughs> he said, what is that to you? <laughs> Amen. Each one of us have a calling. Each one of us have a purpose. Each one of us have a job to do. Amen. And, and so it is, amen, that, uh, that all of it is a necessity. Amen. But uh, uh, Peter needed to uh, quit questioning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I think that sometimes that our questions, our questions will lead to strife. It will, really, it will lead to doubt and unbelief. And the enemy will use that against you. Amen. When you begin to question the things of God and you begin to question your pastor. Amen. And you begin to question the word of God whether or not it's true or not. Hallelujah. But you need to strengthen those things and build up your most holy faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, 
in First Jude, Amen, 1 and 20, but ye beloved, building yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We've got to find a prayer life, amen, where we begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and find that place in God, amen, where we can, we can make our needs known unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Ephesians 3 and 7, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, even unto me by the effectual working of his power. Hallelujah. Paul recounting those things, amen, praying for spiritual strength, amen. He talked about, amen, and in, in verse uh, uh, 8 of Ephesians 3, he said unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. There's that one God message, brother. Hallelujah. All things created by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 That we might, amen, to the intent that now the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifest, manifold wisdom of God. Hallelujah. And then he said, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access and with confidence by the faith of him. Praise the Lord. He went through tribulations. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he said, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've got Jesus, you got them all. <laughs> if you got his name, Amen. There's none greater. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He'd give him a name above every name. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord. God, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible tells us in Acts 20 and 28, 
Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Hallelujah. I think I'm thankful for the church, but I didn't purchase this church with my blood. Jesus Christ purchased it with his blood. And amen, when we think about the solemnness of the assembly, amen, when we think the seriousness about the business of the church, amen, uh, we ought to remember, amen, that uh, how high the payment was, amen, that Jesus Christ gave for this church. Amen, that he purchased it with his own blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he said, For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. And in verse 30 he said, Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Amen. We live in a day and age where men, amen, they, they are just trying to start their own clique. They're not really kingdom minded. It's a business. A lust for numbers. But because, and, and, and the, the numbers equal success in their mind. But I'll tell you something, I'd rather have five people full of the Holy Ghost, amen, living a holy and a separated life than I would 5,000 that were going to hell in a handbasket because they didn't have the true gospel on the inside of them. Hallelujah. They're, they were deceived in their own minds, in their own hearts, and they were following after a man a man that wasn't being led by the anointed Spirit of God, but they were being led by their lust. Hallelujah. That's how they fall into false doctrine. Because they are led about with their own lust. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says that God tempteth no man. But every man is led away by the, his own lust. And when lust is conceived, it becomes sin. Hallelujah. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm not here with an axe to grind against other churches. I, I'm, not, I'm not against, amen, having a big church. Amen. I, I want the church to grow. I want it to be, amen, fitly joined together. Amen. I want it to be a right church. Hallelujah. But it's not all in the numbers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you can see, amen, how you could miscon. Conceive, amen, that kind of success as, as being the will of God. Praise the Lord. Well, I believe it is the will of God that our church grows. Amen. I believe it, that God wants to 
amen, save everybody, that he come to seek and save that which was lost. Hallelujah. But, uh, amen, but we realize that not everybody has uh, in, in their uh, heart, amen, to do that which is right. Amen, there is human nature involved. Amen, and uh, human nature, I realize that this, that sometimes that I have to do things that this flesh doesn't want me to do. Praise the Lord. There's times when I don't feel like coming to church, Brother Riggin. <laughs> Amen, I'm just tired, I'm weary. Amen, I, I've, I'm going through things, and, and uh, uh but, you know, I, I realize, hey, uh, there's a pattern, amen, that needs to be set. There's a habit that needs to, to be formed. I need to, amen, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not in the numbers, amen. It's not, amen, to the swift and to the strong. Hallelujah. It's not to the best speaker in the house, amen. It's not... Uh, uh, all of those things, but it is the Spirit of God, amen, that needs to come forth and minister, amen, and do the work of God. And it's only going to do it under the anointing. It's only going to do it, amen, if there's an anointing that goes forth. If God can't use the vessel to speak through it, then it's just going to be a good service and we're going to have our ears tickled a little bit and we're going to leave here and we're going to say, man, well, that was a good service. And what did he preach? Hallelujah. I mean, I've been in some good meetings before, and I've left, and I, I felt good, and I've kind of felt pumped up and everything. And, and, uh, but I want to see the signs of God working and confirming the word that was preached. Like we saw here last night. Amen. Like we saw here last night. Hallelujah. There will be some testimonies come from people that walked down in faith and stuck up their hands and began to, to love God. Amen. Because, amen, they, they realize there's an open door. And they realize that because of an anointed ministry that pointed out, hey, remember, there's an open door for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother McFall, for obeying the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We laughed and we cried. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. I was a little reluctant to get into this, but Brother Riggins said the pulpit is unfinished. So don't, don't anybody cringe and think I'm going off the deep end here. I'm not here to... Uh, I'm not here to tear anything down or mess anything up. Hallelujah. But if you got some, you got some stuff in your heart you need to get rid of, there's an altar. Hallelujah. There's an altar. Hallelujah. 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 I, I, I mentioned that, that when I, uh, last time I uh, remembered seeing Brother Riggin, I guess it was at Star Conference, uh, uh, maybe it was Brother Davis' Davis's funeral. It was sometimes uh, 
I think there's a few skips in the hard drive. Uh, uh, but I, I told him, I, you know, I thought, man, I just respect you so much. The work that you've done putting the gospel out there in book form and in podcast form. Amen. And the gospel, there's no excuse for a lot of people. Amen. That have heard the truth. Amen. Being preached from this church. Hallelujah. And that 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 is there. And I, I asked him, I said, when are you going to write a book on holiness? <laughs> Amen. And uh, I was thinking, I, I approached uh, Brother Robert Davis at Star Conference, and I, I, I asked him, I said, uh, have you ever thought about writing a book on holiness? And uh, I, I was doing it out of my own curiosity, because I've been in the church a long time. And, uh, and you know, uh, this subject of holiness has been something that I've struggled with. And so I got down on my knees and I began to pray. And I began to ask God, God, could you just summarize it for me? Tell me what holiness is. And just one word. He said, pure. Pure. So, I lingered in prayer and thought about the word pure. I remembered what Brother Riggins said in his podcast about the first time something's used is a good, good, good thing. Amen. Smart man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, so, you know, I looked and that plate of pure gold that the priests put upon their heads. It said, holiness unto the Lord. And then I asked the question, why gold? Because it was pure. Hallelujah. Because it was pure. I thought about the angels that, uh, and you say, why is all this important? Amen. Because the Bible says, amen, to follow peace with all men and holiness, which out without which no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, amen, that we, if we are called to be peaceful men, amen, and to follow peace and holiness, amen, then I want to be uh, as holy and I want to have the correct definition of what holy is. Hallelujah. When God began to open up these things, He said, uh, He began to, to talk to me, I, I, you know, your mind goes, you think about all the church standards. You think about, amen, the dress codes and, and uh, what you should wear and how you should present yourself and how long should a woman's hair be and all of these questions that come up. Praise the Lord. And I'm not here to, to get into church standards today because we'd be here a while if I had to start naming things. Amen. And I'm not afraid to name things. Hallelujah. But that's not the point of this today. I believe that holiness is something that needs to be strengthened in our churches. I believe that we real, when you realize that, that God is pure, 
Hallelujah. When you realize that God is pure, amen, gold that was pure, amen, is a precious metal. Unlike other precious metal, gold has a radiance to it. It's shiny. It reflects light. Amen. If scientists taught us anything, we know that gold is an excellent conductor. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a good conductor of electricity. Hallelujah. Because of its purity. Hallelujah. And I thought about it. God is love. God is pure power. Amen. God, amen, is, is a lot of things. Amen. And when we think about the purity of God, amen, and, and the significance of it, amen, amen, we realize that we fall short of a God. Everything begins to make sense in our Word of God. If I could just take you through in a quick snapshot, amen, the, the Scripture says that Israel was holiness unto the Lord. I thought about that, I pondered it, and I thought, how was Israel holiness unto the Lord? Because they were sanctified. They were called out. They were a separate people. They were not supposed to marry, amen, the heathen, amen, but they were supposed to marry within their own ranks. Hallelujah. They were, amen, not supposed to mix the seed. They were not supposed to, uh, amen, have garments that were both of linen and wool. Hallelujah. There's some specific things. The perfume was only supposed to be used for the tabernacle. They weren't supposed to make it unto themselves. Hallelujah. When you start going through all those things and you wonder, you ask the question, why did God put that on Israel? Amen. Because he wanted to show purity. He was reflecting his holiness in them. He was reflecting his holiness in their lifestyle and that they were called out and they were special. And God fought their battles. God answered their prayers of desperation. Hallelujah. I, I thought about it. Oh, there's more if you want to just go through all of the the little things, but I'm just giving you a little snapshot of God's purity and then you realize the reason the devil got kicked out of heaven was because a man that he was, heaven could not be pure with sin there. Hallelujah. And sin won't live, sin is not going to enter into heaven. Hallelujah. He's keeping it pure. He's keeping it holy. Hallelujah. And when you think about uh, uh, that, uh, I'm glad that there's, 
There's only, amen, one sin that's mentioned in the Bible that's impardonable, Brother Riggin. Amen, because I think we all fell short of God's holiness. We all fell, fell short, amen, of God's purity. But I want to tell you something. If you want to walk in the power of God and His might, amen, if you want the anointing to be upon your life, Amen. And you want to, to have those things. You'll strive, amen, to be holy before the Lord. You'll just strive to keep this mind pure, this body pure, amen, before God. You'll let your decisions be that of Scripture and what the Bible has to say about it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Maybe not what you expected from a message this morning. Hallelujah. But I, I think about it. Sanctify yourself. Leviticus 27 says, Sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy for I am the Lord your God. Amen. And Leviticus 20 and 26, And ye shall be a holy unto me for I am the Lord am holy and have severed you from the other people that you should be mine. Amen. We serve a jealous God. Hallelujah. That, that uh, is, uh, amen, that he has called you, amen, to be his bride. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Peter 1 and 15, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Hallelujah. I've already quoted it, but Hebrews 12 and 14 said, Follow peace with all men in holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. And Hebrews 12 and 12, Wherefore lift up, Thy hands which hangs down and the feeble knees and make straight the paths for your feet lest that which is lame be turned out of the way but let it rather be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can thank, amen, the Lord, amen, that he is revealing unto us through the scripture that there is a power in holiness. Amen. There's something that we need to strengthen, brother. We need the power of Almighty Word of God working in the church with signs and wonders. Amen. We need the open door. Amen. That brother McFall preached about. Amen. We need these things. Hallelujah. I wouldn't be strengthening you today if I had don't mention the things of God. Amen. That we need in our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you say, well, I, I, you know, there are so many things. Praise the Lord. Now I'm coming to a close. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when David killed the lion and the bear and went out to the battlefield and saw Goliath and Saul had already been rejected. I think he was 
his disobedience to what God had told him to do got him rejected. Sometimes when your pastor gets up and preaches and you don't like what he's saying, he'd probably rather be preaching on faith. He'd probably rather be preaching something, amen, that would make you feel good. And, and, and at the end of the service, you'd be coming up and hugging his neck and saying, good preaching, pastor. I love that. <laughs> Hallelujah. We all, we all in, 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 like, like to make people feel good and, and feel good ourselves about what we've done. And sometimes we leave the pulpit with this gnawing feeling that we might not have done enough to reach somebody. That, that, that we might have left something undone and we have to come back, amen, and again and again. But Saul was rejected for disobedience and while he should have been out there facing Goliath himself, he, didn't, he was cowering in the tent because he was probably... He was probably thinking that, well, he said, is this how God is going to humiliate me and take the kingdom from me? And here a young man stands up by the name of David and comes forward and is willing to fight the giant. So he's more than, oh, 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 this is a way for me to save face. I can send this lad out there that's got plenty of faith and he can do it. But, but remember I said it's not by might nor by power. But by my spirit and God put a spirit in David that he loved the sheep. Amen. And uh, if you look, amen, after that he killed Goliath and they, they would dance in the streets and sing, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousands. Amen. There was a jealousy that rose up, amen, uh, in, in Saul against David and that he would pursue him all of his life but David would keep himself right and when he had a chance to uh, take matters into his own hand we know that he didn't kill him when he was in the mouth of the cave but he gave him a chance to live amen and, and then uh, again a second time the Bible talks about that Saul was laying down in a trench amen uh, he was there and uh He had the opportunity to kill him again. He didn't do it. But he wouldn't touch the Lord's anointed. Hallelujah. He knew the gravity, amen, of disobeying or, or to offending God. And, and he wanted to be right with God at all cost, even his own cost. But the Bible talks about, amen, that... Uh, uh, even with all of his knowledge of what the Word of God said and all of his obedience and everything, I think his faith was low at that point because saw, uh, David said uh, that now, amen, that I know that Saul will undoubtedly one day he will catch up to me and kill me. And there's nothing better for me to do but go to Ziglag. <laughs> of course, he, he went to the king of the Philistines and got put in Ziglag. And I'm summarizing it. But, and he went 
and he was still fighting the enemies of Israel on the sly. But he comes back from one of those battles and they're wore out and they travel back. And as they travel back in, Ziglag is on fire. Man, I've done everything for God and I've just suffered loss. And his men was ready to turn against him. Some were just too weak to go on. Faith was low. But the Bible says, I guess David remembered there's an open door. <laughs> Hallelujah. He went and encouraged himself in the Lord. And asked the Lord, can I, should I stay or should I pursue? And the Lord said, pursue, for thou shalt recover all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. Amen. Don't get weak in the faith. Amen. Amen. But remember those words. Amen. Pursue this. Amen. Pursue. Amen. This, this calling. Pursue. Amen. Those things. Amen. Ziglag could have represented a lot of things to me. It could have represented a job that I, I used to work for 21 years that I lost. You don't ever lose something that God doesn't replace it with something better. Hallelujah. But sometimes we got to go through the loss. <laughs> Amen. Yes, he crossed over the brook and went after and got, fought the Amalekites and come back with all the spoil and the 200 Men that were laid down by the brook, you know, they, you know, remember that story of the little red hen growing up, or she tried to get everybody to help her bake the bread and went around to all the farm animals, and they didn't have time. They just said, "Not I, not I." Amen. So she went ahead and did it herself, baked the bread, and when when they smelt the aroma. Of the bread, bacon, you know, they all, the farm animals come back, come surrounded where she was at. Mmm, once you got there, <laughs> can I have some of that? Of course, the little red hen said, not I. <laughs> now, these men felt the same way. You know, they had all the spoil of war and all of the, everything recovered. Amen, through the power of God, and they were pumped. Amen, and there was those that were too weak to go across with them. Amen, that was there. And David said, you're not going to withhold their stuff. Amen, we're going to share and we're going to divide it equally. Amen, and so, amen, they had the glory, amen, of, of going through the battle and finding those things. And why am I telling you this? Hallelujah. Because, you know, they come back and Ziglag was burning. 
But meanwhile, while all this was going on, Saul and Jonathan had died. And there was a messenger sent. <laughs> David, there's a place in the kingdom that's vacant. We need you to come sit on the throne <laughs> and be our king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I wanted to tell you something. If you if you will let the Spirit of God strengthen you in the battle, amen, you can just say, let Ziglag burn. Let it burn. Amen. Let those that don't want to go, amen, stay where they're at, but go ahead and pursue. Amen. Recover all. Hallelujah. 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 The things of God are yea and not nay. Hallelujah. The strength of God, hallelujah, is yea and not nay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I've come full circle. Amen. And uh, there's more that I could preach. I still got another message, but another time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't need Ziglag anymore. The kingdom was open. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was a door open for David. Amen. Back in the kingdom. He needed to go and take his rightful place and be king over Israel. Hallelujah. 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 Church, we need to take our rightful place. As the one, amen, amen, we're fighting God's battles, amen, we're, we're, we're holding out, we're trying to do everything right. Don't get weary in well-doing. Don't get weary, amen, in coming to church and obeying your pastor. Don't let the world have its influence on you, but keep yourself pure and holy before the Lord. And walk in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Let's stand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Oh, let's lift our hands and love the Lord, everybody. Let's love the Lord, everybody. Let's love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.